Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, it's that time of the week again. It is Real Reviews and we are doing a very spooky Halloween theme. Niall O'Brien is here as always. How are you doing, Niall? Very well. Thank you for uh, welcoming me here today <laughs> to the Real Reviews. <laughs> Sorry, uh, what was that? That was Bella Lugosi, okay, obviously. Yeah. obviously. <laughs> and we also have Matthew Nolan, who is probably going to speak in his own voice, hopefully. <laughs> Well, I'd like to speak in a Bella Lugosi voice, but I won't do it as well as that. (laughs) Matthew is film lecturer at Trinity College and Dublin Business School, and he is bringing a brilliant film called Hexen to Druid Arts Centre as part of the Puka Festival. Matthew, you are so welcome. You are our first ever guest on Real Reviews. It's amazing. Thank you. No pressure. No pressure yeah. at all. Uh, Okay, so we're going to get down to it because this week we sort of have done... Sort of, we've kind of gone from like the the horror film fans will really love what you selected, yes, and the family orientated Halloween, yeah, not wimps, no, <laughs> the more f- if Halloween now is a family festival, isn't it? You know what I mean, yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, there's something for everybody, there's today. something for all in this, yeah. and uh, yeah, this is uh, your first selection. I have to a little bone to pick with you on this one. <laughs> Do you want to pick that bone first, or I'll pick the bone <laughs> okay. first? I will, because uh, this film I I saw for the very first time when I was 13 way too young to be watching this stuff Uh, but I suppose I probably you know related to the central character of this piece with all the angst and anger that she had but uh, yeah it terrified me so much so that I still sleep with the light on and um, (laughs) you know I, I just I can't get over the face the voice yeah the the pure horror of this film and then of course it was flipping brought back for like a 20th anniversary and it was on they 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 did some special on the late late and there I was watching the late late with mum and dad and suddenly bam the face is back and I was like "Ah!" right right. yeah so thank you for uh, bringing all (laughs) making you revisit that childhood horror yes Yes. do tell us what is it well this is no talk about horror movies really is complete without talking about The Exorcist so I've kind of cheated here I mean this is like nobody needs me to recommend The Exorcist but I do think it's and again I have a story about the first time I saw it okay. I was too young to see it it was a kind of it had been banned here for years it was on VHS you know what I mean but uh, yeah so this is 1973's The Exorcist directed by William Friedkin uh, and it's the, one of the most profitable horror films that was ever made uh, and it's loosely based if you believe William Friedkin on actual events based on Don't a book by, <laughs> by William Peter Blatty who would then go on to direct the third installment in the in the 
series, if you like. And it's quite a good one, the third one. The second one, nobody wants to watch. No, the third one is great. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, George C. Scott is terrific in it. Um, yeah, so it's the story of Regan, a young girl played by Linda Blair, who starts acting oddly, levitating and speaking in, in tongues. Yep. And her mother, played by Ellen Burstyn, uh, seeks, first of all, medical help. And then eventually goes to a priest, uh, Father Karras, played by uh, Jason Miller, who is a little bit sceptical at first, but eventually comes to realise that she may be possessed by the devil. All is not well. And we have, listen, okay, I'm just going to warn you in advance. We do have a scene here, right? I had to take my headphones off when I (laughs) heard this. But this is a scene from The Exorcist. Is this when the priest meets... This is Father Marin, or sorry, not Father Marin. This is uh, the other... uh, priest played by Max von Sydow an expert in exorcism who comes and he's got a great introduction and he arrives at the house and you oh think God. everything's going to be great because he comes and goes get this get that get the other and it doesn't really work out it that way it does not here it is I'm Mrs. McNeil yes I'm Father Mary come in thank you is Father Karras here yes Father Father Karras it's an honour to meet you Father I'm very tired. No. I'd like you to go quickly across to the residence, Damien, and gather up a cassock for myself. Two surplices, a purple stole, and some holy water. And um, your copy of the Roman ritual, the large one. I believe we should begin. Do you want to hear the back? Oh my God, just, you know, let's just cut it there. The yeah. horror, the horror. Uh, you have an exorcism sort of story, Matthew, do you? Well, kind of. Um, I was uh, born the year the film came out and when my mother was very, very heavily pregnant with me, um, she went to see The Exorcist oh my with God. my father. Um, and I think the way the film had been advertised back in early 70s Ireland, um, it didn't foreground the kind of the horrific supernatural elements of the film it foregrounded um, this, the, 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 the protagonist this Catholic priest who was in mm. the midst of a, right. what is basically a crisis of faith yeah. um, so I think when they saw that um, they kind of thought okay this, this is a relatively benign film that a heavily <laughs> pregnant woman can go and watch <laughs> <laughs> Um, but thankfully, a, a very kindly and a very thoughtful usher in the cinema, just as my mother was about to take her seat, suggested that she go and see something else. Okay. Oh. And led her out of the cinema, the Savoy, um, to another uh, one of their smaller theatres to watch another film, um, which I think is even more scarier, which is a <laughs> film called Papillon. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, so she wasn't done that big a favour. So yeah. I do wonder if, if my love of horror started there. It right. started in I want to see the end. I want to see how it finishes. <laughs> okay, so you're giving this. Are you giving this a five star? Uh, that's a five star yeah. film. Okay. I just want to tell you now. You yeah. might not know because it was a late bit of trivia for me. But Jason Miller, who plays Father Marin, no, sorry, Father Karras in this. I mixed up the fathers. Uh, who's the lead? Basically, lead uh, in it is the father of Jason Patrick, who is in one of your favorite horror movies. The Lost Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, that is right. There Absolutely. You go. They, yeah. I love you. See, I love when you get the film trivia in. Little trivia. Switching to me now, and okay. let's just calm down for a few <laughs> minutes. Uh, this is the more family friendly film. Now, for me, right, this one is. It's not Halloween without putting this film on, okay? You got three witches played by the amazing Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Ninjami, is that her second name? And uh, and of course, Tora Birch as a child in this is absolutely amazing. And it's just absolute classic Halloween. Essentially, it's Hocus Pocus that I'm talking about, right? After moving to Salem, teenager Max Dennison uh, 
explores an abandoned house with his sister Danny and their new friend Alison and they dismiss this story about that Alison says about you know the superstitious witch, witches coming back from the dead if you light the black flame candle and all this sort of stuff of course Max acts, does it he lights the black flame candle and the three witches come back from the dead and they want to wreak havoc over Salem it's incredibly funny. It does have spooky elements. I'm sorry, the zombie Billy is a bit frightening. <laughs> okay, he is. Okay. <laughs> this is Winifred Sanders, Sanderson's uh, ex-husband, let's say, that right. she's, uh, he's now a zombie. You might be a little more familiar with this film than I am. Yeah, love it. And uh, literally, I will watch this absolutely every single Halloween. It is just incredible. And I have a little scene for you. Here is when... This is uh, Beth Midler and the three sisters. They're back from the dead and Danny, the little girl, is there and th- she says basically that she's brought them back from the dead. Here it is. Greetings, little one. Twas I who brought you back. Imagine. Such a pretty little child. <laughs> and she's so well fed, isn't she? <laughs> Shishka, baby. <laughs> Tell me, dumpling. What is the year? 1993. Sisters? We have been gone 300 years. Oh, How time flies, huh? When you're dead. <laughs> There you go. So you have some classic lines like that in there. Now, fun facts on the film. It was apparently based on a bedtime story that producer producer at the time, David Kishner, told his two daughters. Apparently, an up-and-coming Hollywood actor at the time turned down the role. Who do you think that might be? Oh, was it Michelle Pfeiffer? No, she's played no, a the, witch the, since. The, the boy character. Oh, sorry, yes. the boy character. Uh, Elijah Wood? No, I'm trying oh, to think who would close, be... Close, close, close. Who would be that? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, yes well done, well done. And the running sequences where Thackeray Binks runs through the forest that was actually filmed in Salem. There oh, you go. very good. So that's my uh, nice family-friendly orientation. Okay, I have one. a little trivia about that movie okay, for you. Okay, go for it. Okay, Sarah Jessica Parker was on Who Do You Think You Are? Mm-hmm. and found out that one of her uh, very, very distant relations was accused of being a witch. Oh my God. Yeah. So there you go. Life okay. imitating art. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, we're going to bring Matthew into the mix here because he's going to be bringing the frights to Drahid Art Centre on November 1st as part of Falcha Ireland's brand new Puka Festival. This is an incredible cinema experience that you're involved in. Matthew, tell me all about Hexen. Well, Hexen is a a rather bizarre, macabre and really unsettling film from Scandinavia. It's a Danish-Swedish co-production from the early 1920s. And it is ostensibly a history of witchcraft. Um, And it's... The film is broken down into very simple chapters examining kind of different epochs um, and different kind of superstitions that exist around uh, the character or the trope of, of, of the witch within kind of European folklore I suppose mm-hmm. but I think what the film is really about is a, it's a, a film about religious hypocrisy um, it's also a, a film that um, asks some hard questions about how women um, were treated um, who didn't conform to uh, I guess kind of mainstream ideas of what womanhood was of course uh, yeah you were just you were, you were a witch that's it and this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's quite incredible the amount of people who were persecuted and killed um because of uh, these kind of totally misinformed um, kind of beliefs across Europe for, for several centuries. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, this film is surprisingly modern um, and would definitely kind of resonate with a contemporary audience. Um, I mean, it's, it's also a silent film. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a product of a particular period in film's evolution. Um, 
but it's really graphically strong and it's it's actually really unsettling. Um, there's some images in this yeah, that I've will stay with you. Yeah, I've seen some images. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. did do um, definitely look and so we, And we'll probably upset a few people, but, you know, I, I, I don't mind that. Um, that <laughs> but listen, you know. it's Halloween and it's horror and all the rest. But what I love this is you've got, it's the silent movie, as you, as you say, but you are going to be part of a group of talented musicians that are going to be bringing the score to life and there's also a narration element to this as well. Yeah, well, I mean, this, this film got latched onto by... I guess kind of countercultural movements in in the in the nineteen sixties, um, both in the UK and in the US, uh, and it was recut um, by a, a, an English uh, producer uh, and, and given another theatrical release. But he invited William Burroughs, the great William Burroughs, to provide a narration for the film. So you get this deadpan, arch, um, really sardonic delivery, um, and it's very much in keeping with what you'd expect to hear as as a narration for this type of film. But in Burroughs' hands, um, it assumes totally different proportions. So what I've done, apart from kind of producing uh, a kind of suite of, of music for some very, very cool improvising musicians to explore um, and to experiment with, is uh, I've asked two people to come and uh, take on the role of being of being Burroughs. Oh, one one wow. is a wonderful friend of mine and a, a former lecturer in Trinity College. He's recently retired, uh, a guy called Matthew Cosey, um, who's a very experienced actor and a really charismatic performer. And the other is uh, an American uh, singer, spoken word artist, musician, son of jazz royalty, um, a very cool guy called Eric Mingus. And these guys are going to take the reins and are going to lead us through this very bizarre, messed up world that Benjamin Christensen has uh, has created for us. Sounds amazing. And Niall, you have seen it. I what did, yeah. is your view on this? Well, I was blown away by how as how current like some of the imagery in this is. Like I was saying that uh, if you saw some of this stuff in a modern horror film, you'd be you'd go, yeah. And how they would have managed to do this in in 1922. And uh, yeah, this is a great film. And uh, like Matthew says, it the thesis of this movie is it's not so much a horror film as a documentary about how we have viewed, especially women who are a little bit odd <laughs> through the years from the 1400s on. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And the idea, like we went to see The Hunchback of Notre Dame yes, and Black yes, Rock with, a, with live musicians. The idea to see this now with a live score that by musicians and a narration that I've been assured is going to be really wild and out there. I'm very excited about that this Friday. Yeah. Okay, uh, the big question for me is can a wimp like me who doesn't really like <laughs> horror films, can I enjoy this or am I going to be behind my hands for most of it? Just close your eyes. <laughs> Every, everything will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's perfect because it's going to be on Friday, November 1st. So that's the All Souls Day, isn't it? Yes, and it it's going indeed. to add to the whole atmosphere. And it's all part of the brilliant new Puka Festival, which is coming to Drogheda at Boy and Trim over the 31st right through to the 2nd of November as well. So it's really, really great. Drihid.com, by the way, for your tickets there on that one. Now, Moving back to our last choices, uh, you're sticking with the witchy theme. Yes, yeah, I kind of picked it, I suppose, because it was a recent movie. I wanted to pick something else, like that was kind of from the last 10 years. It's 2015's movie called The Witch, directed by Robert Eggers. It's a great movie. It's it's set in 1630. It's about this family who have settled in the new world and uh, their youngest baby gets uh, abducted. They blame their oldest child for it. They kind of think that maybe she's been taken over. Maybe she's a witch. Again, it's this idea of mm. persecution of young women. You know what I mean? Um, it's a great film. Yeah, if you've not seen it, definitely try and see it. 
And my last choice is another great one for the family. I actually only saw this, guys, like literally last week. Oh, really? Yeah, it's The Frighteners. Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. And I can't believe I've missed out on this till now. Michael J. Fox plays the lead role. Absolutely perfect uh, for for this. Now, it was a toss-up between this and Beetlejuice. If there was a top three, Beetlejuice totally would have been in there as well. <laughs> but essentially what happens is after a car accident in which his wife Deborah is killed and he was injured, Frank Bannister, a former architect, develops psychic abilities allowing him to see here and communicate with ghosts. So what he does is he gives up his job as an architect and he leaves his unfinished dream house sit and he puts these skills to befriending a new few ghosts and letting them haunt houses in the area so that he can drum up some business. Uh, but when he exercises the houses he discovers an identity rem- uh, entity even resembling the Grim Reaper who's killing people, marking their foreheads uh, with numbers and he has to kind of track down what's going on here. It is very, very funny again has a little few frights but I think the whole family can enjoy the fighters. Yeah, yeah. I mean if you if Hocus Pocus I think is younger kids this yeah. is slightly old, you slightly know a couple of years older because there yeah. are some frights there. Peter Jackson is the director mm. and he loves his gore and you know there is John Aston plays one of the the ghosts with his jaw falling <laughs> off. The special it's, effects it's a, are yeah, it's terrific. They're really, yeah. really good. And Jeffrey Coombs is terrific in this film. Jeffrey Coombs is a he plays the FBI agent. Yes, and he's like a little bit of a horror royalty. You know, he, he de- so. oh, definitely. If you, it was actually on Sci-Fi the other night, so it'll definitely be doing the rounds on TV. Now we should remind people that next week is the first Friday of the month, so we're That's going to right. be doing our retro reviews. Yes, aren't we? yes, absolutely. So if there's a an unloved film that you think that we you would like us to review, get in touch and let us know. We also, I think, next week might be. Talking talking about Dr. Sleep the sequel to The Shining so I might do a Shining rewatch and then so we might carry over the horror the horror theme yes into next next week week. Matthew is there any film just very briefly before we finish up is there any film that you feel would you know fit into our retro review what we do Mm. is it's kind of an unloved film something that hasn't kind of gotten the recognition it deserves from any era from any era gosh kind of putting Um, you on the spot there sorry (laughs) you really have put me on the spot all 120 years (laughs) of film (laughs) is there any film I wasn't expecting this question. Sorry, I, was expect- I, I was expecting something much, much more straight. Um, I, I was ready to talk about Night of the Living Dead. Maybe not deserving of the praise or the kind of critical yeah. attention. Mm. Um, but for me, it's the first truly modern horror film. Yeah, yeah. Night of the Living yeah. Dead is a classic. Yeah, absolutely. Great. 60s, yeah. wasn't it? Was it 60s? Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's got stuff to say about race and all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Well, listen, guys, thank you so, so much for joining me on Real Reviews this thank week. Thank you very much. Thanks, thank you. See you next week. 11 to 1 on LMFM With the Gilmores See the complete Mercedes-Benz range Including the new A-Class four-door saloon The new sporty CLA four-door coupe And the luxurious new GLE formatic The largest display of certified approved used Mercedes-Benz Plus great offers, discounts and finance Gilmores Kings Court or gilmores.ie Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.